You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Oz Network. Island of the Idols recap with nine episodes in, ten episodes in, maybe. It's a bit of a weird one to kind of work out where we are, but uh, after last week, we are. Back to a bit of normality, it seems, and it's a pleasure to be able to bring this episode to you today with Anthony Robinson, Survivor Fiji contestant. It's been a while. You'll hear us talk a little bit about how long it's been since we've had Anthony on in um, in any capacity on the show. So, fun chat here, talking all about this week, the season in general, and learning a little bit about Anthony's career outside of Survivor, including a connection to a very, very popular television show with some great stories from behind the scenes with that one. So here it is, our Survivor Island of the Idols Episode 9 recap with Survivor Fiji's Anthony Robinson. It is another week of Survivor talk as we get very close to the very pointy end of the 39th season of Survivor Island of the Idols. We're into the ninth episode, the 10th technically. I know some people, obviously last week was a double episode. It technically was two episodes, but I guess we're saying it's episode nine and feels kind of good to maybe be back to a sense of normality on our uh, type of Survivor episodes this week. <laughs> and it's a pleasure to welcome back a former player to the show to once again talk and analyse. And as a man that I haven't myself had on the show in a long time, I know Billy had him on a couple of years ago when uh, we were doing Ghost Island. I did hang out with this guy in Los Angeles a couple of years ago, which was a lot of fun, but it's a pleasure to have him here on the show, back for a recap once again from Survivor Fiji, Mr. Anthony Robinson. Anthony, welcome back to the Oz Network. Hello! Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here, Ben. It's a pleasure. It's actually funny talking about hanging out with you a couple of years ago. We were just talking off air then. I, I, I'd honestly, and this is no disrespect to you, you got to understand, I met like 70 of you guys like on that yeah. in a two-day period. <laughs> I forgot that you were one of them. And then I remember, like, hey, when we were at the after party. We were chilling. I think we were with... Adam, maybe, or somebody yeah, for a while. I think while. it was Adam, yeah. Yeah, like it was, it yeah. was just such a blur those two days. But then I was like, yes, I remember you were there. So, gosh, three years ago. No, two years ago that was now, wasn't it? Oh, I can't even remember. Uh, th- I, think, I think it was three years ago, yeah. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. It's, back, it's, been, it's been a while, yeah. Back when Survivor was Survivor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> when, it was, when it was Survivor and it was simple and, you know. Yes. And, and you knew what rules were and you knew how things got voted yeah and you weren't expecting to see giant heads of of state or survivor state <laughs> on the island. i just liked the fact that we've actually have we forgotten about the heads now after last week like god that, that was that was comedy gold every single week i would watch it every episode there's a giant head you would just lose it that's hilarious and now it's like oh yeah robert sandra on this season oh yeah there's heads <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Honestly, I love that they're on because their commentary from from their literal peanut gallery is kind of fantastic. Um, especially since you get two people who are some of the best reads in the game watching Tribal and taking bets with them, so like they did last, like you know they did uh, they did uh, this 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 week, where they're like you know I think it's going to be this, but I think it's going to be that. No, hey, and like and like ah, I got you. It's like you know they go back and do like cheek slaps at, back at camp, like ah, I forfeit. Um, yeah, I love that they, those guys are on it. Um, I'm a little jealous because uh, they're not playing the game, but they get to experience it at the same time. It's mm-hmm. kind of the best of all worlds, um, except that they still they're still sleeping out in the in the in the muck. So, uh, oh no, they're not. Come on, we know they're secretly in a in a little uh, <laughs> five star bungalow eating lobsters. And I I don't fall for this crap, Anthony. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. Nah, honestly, like if anything else, you know, like they probably get they probably have like you know like. Like some something stuffed, you know. Like so they they have a little bit of cushion out there, but nah, no, nah, they're 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 roughing it. They're roughing it. I, I do like people have been editing uh, their reactions. They're saying like, oh, classic Survivor moments are better with um with Rob and Sandra moments. So they've gotten a lot of their reactions from this season. And like I saw the one with the uh, the Sarah vote out from Kagayan at the merge. Um, like I think like they've put it in with the Sue Hawk speech from Borneo. Um, and just it, they're actually really really <laughs> cleverly edited. And it actually it kind of works. It's 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 that it's kind of like that meme when they're like everything's better with the Titanic theme. It's kind of like you know every Survivor vote out is better. <laughs> With with uh, Rob and Sandra's reactions, <laughs> I, I, I honestly I agree, I agree with that because uh, you know from the get go, it's like I, I memed it for for a hot second. It's like, did you, was it this emotional for your first? Like, no, I didn't vote. <laughs> we voted out. I just voted out. And asked that. Fuck that shit. You know, it's like, fuck you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you're done. I was like, that is probably the best 
most real survivor moment ever. <laughs> like I, I, I want to play that like every episode now. It's like, yeah. you need to be saying that like, you know, like this like last, with everything went down last week, it should have been like, it's like, was it this emotional? No, fuck. We just, <laughs> <out of here."> <laughs> <laughs> Sandra just, just yeah. adding like some Sandra gold into this like heated, uh, tribal council. Like, you know, I will never let that go. <laughs> and then set, cut to Sandra. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, fuck, I just did that. And it was done. Like, you know, damn. damn, damn. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess this season in general, I mean, this, this is a really tricky question to ask after last week but i mean what has been your your general take on this season because I, I kind of feel you can take last week out of it and then just look at it a season like that but at the same time it's kind of hard to take last week out of it because i think this is ultimately going to be this season's legacy is, is episode eight um yeah god i, I hope not um <laughs> but, uh, but but i mean really this this season is it's this weird thing because you had a bunch of people and I know I know there are people who are kind of down on the season. Some people are saying it's a lackluster season. I disagree. Um, it's a season full of people who are all students of the game. Every last person on this season is a fan of this game. And um, you know, coming from a season where I you know like literally had to explain to people, it's like this is how it works and this is how we do it. To have a bunch of folks out here who've studied it, who know how it works, who are playing so hard that obvious votes aren't obvious, that people. I mean, there, there have been more blindsides this season that like real blindsides that I've seen in a while. And the fact that people are getting voted out with idols in their pockets every time, you know, it's like it, it, it's it is hard to have a season where you have that much good play going on that is getting outshined by by the weirdness of the social dynamic that, that is Survivor. Um, and on top of that, having, you know as we were kind of joking about before, it's like, you know, it's, it's woke survivor. So you have, you know, you have these real conversations that are going on where people are having real talk about real things in real life. Cause that's part of the, that is part of the social experiment of survivor. Right. So it's, you know, it's how do you interact with people in the real world? Um, but you know, in this, you know, jungle, jungle viper situation and to have all this stuff explode like this, you know, so we, I mean, so far we've had race, we've had sexism, we've had interviews, <laughs> like, and then you know tonight, or not tonight, like Wednesday, you know, uh, we have Missy, literally calling Jeff, calling Jeff out on something that you know Jeff doesn't know, um, or he doesn't like to know. You know, it's like you know, hey, it's the first time ever, you know, Survivor history, you got two black folk at the same time got immunity, and you didn't say anything, and. You know, and th- and that is one of those weird things. It's like, you know, like, and I think this is true of not just uh, of Survivor, but it's true of like the greater world. It's like people are still learning of how to how to maneuver into this brave new world we're in now, where you know, w- where we are trying hard to take others people's, um, we're trying to harder harder show empathy, you know, in in the world today, um to have a moment when you're trying to see if, if it's okay to be empathetic because that, and that's the, that's the hard thing that, you know, for Jeff, that's hard. It's cause like, you know, what would, and I know his thinking is like, you know, what if I, you know, white host had been like, you know, Oh wow. It's like this unusual thing that these two, you know, like, you know, like you said, it's like, you know, these you know, two black, you know, for the first time ever a survivor, you know, African-American man, African-American woman, you know, both wins immunity, you know, yay. It's like, you know, it could have backfired. Because it could have yeah. backfired, exactly. Yeah. And this whole season has been about like could have backfired. <laughs> you know, like this whole season so far has been about backfires and backfires, not just, you know, for gameplay, but from production. You know, like for them to have handled what could have been a very easily edited, you know, situation last week and to handle it up front um, with a good degree of transparency, not necessarily accountability, but good transparency. Um, the fact that they did that is a big step forward for, for the show. And I think, you know, speaks to the larger conversation about like, what is the social experiment that they're doing? You know, is it, is it something that we plan to protect people with? Is it something that we're going to just wind it up, let them go? Um, you know, and survivors about taking those kinds of chances. I mean, they, they, when they did, you know, to go back way back in the past season 13, you know, when they, when they did, you know, when they're like, we're going to break, break everybody up by race. And it was like, that could have backfired really bad. 
Um, well, kind of did surprised. a little, little bit at the beginning well, with all the sponsors pulling out. <laughs> well, yeah, it it did, but at the same time, it was like they backed off in the game and they planned to back off. I mean, that's yeah. the funny thing about it. It's like they could have taken that to a completely different level, and it could have been a neat story. You know, if they tried to do that same thing now, it'd be you know where Survivor is kind of walked to. They keep going. You know, they were like, nope, nope, we're not merging yet. We're not doing any shuffles and we're not going to – we're just going to keep going until it whittles down and we're going to see what's going to happen. You know, and then we're going to merge everybody, you know, at a certain point, at the same point, and we're going to see what happens. But you guys, you know, it would have been like, you know, it would turn into one world. They just stick everybody on the same beach and like, nope, you're not the same team. You're on the same beach and you're all still divided by race. But now now you have to work with each other. You know, it would have been a different game. And I think that's kind of where they've been going. You know, they've been going in this like we're going to try something new. But at this point now, it's not even about what production is doing. It's about what the players are brought, brought to the game now. So the players are coming in. Um, sorry, I'm getting survivor, survivor philosophy here. Um, we, like it. I, we, we like to be smart on this show once every now and then, Anthony. It's all good. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, uh, sometimes I sound smart. So uh, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep our fingers crossed that that, that, that continues. See, I try and um, look smart. It never works. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the glasses are for. That's yeah, why, you know, exactly. That's I, why, I the only reason yeah, why I wear them. I don't need them. It's just, hey, fuck, people are <laughs> dumb but I wear some glasses. So. <laughs> I get the same thing. So uh, I, feel, <laughs> I feel your pain. Um, but it, it's it's where where you have players now that are, there are students of the game who are bringing themselves more into the game than I think anybody else has ever done. In, in, in the show's history, myself included, because, um, you know, I you know call myself, you know, I'm a, I'm a live action role player in the past. And it was like, you know, I'm going to play a character of myself. Well, you know, you don't have to do that because they already do that for you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in playing the game, sometimes you have to do that. You have to put up walls and to not be yourself fully for fear of getting voted out. This cast don't give a fuck. Excuse me. Can I say that? You can bleep me out. Uh, fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, say it all you like. It's all good. Excellent. Excellent. This cast don't care. This cast don't care. They are being they're being themselves, and they're being themselves, warts and all. And that's something kind of cool, you know. Um, and I know that they're still being edited, you know, because that's just kind of how it works um, into a character. But it's neat to see people being able to be complex and complicated for a change. And um, I think that's a that goes to you know the executive producers and it goes to casting because. Um, because I know some people are like, oh, this cast kind of lack, 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 lackluster. I'm like, this cast looks like America. This well, is the first cast I've seen that looks like, you know, body body shape and and yeah. what they look like and how they come. Like, this looks like America, and it's really neat to see that, you know. Which and and I think this, like America. yeah. And I think the thing that's got lost in everything with this season is, you know, two months, three months ago when this cast was announced, we, we were all championing the fact that this is the most diverse cast we have had in a very long time, and I think we've lost track of that because i think you're absolutely right i think you know take away what's happened in the last week or two take away everything around that prior to that we were talking about how great this cast was and i think people have lost sight of that and like back to my point where i said like i think this season's legacy will unfortunately be what has happened in the last week but whether you like this season or not i think you can't deny that this is a decent cast it's kind of we, when we had um, Dan Foley on a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned to him that, like, look, I'm not a fan of Worlds Apart. I think that that season has not held up well. But I don't think people can deny that was an entertaining <clears throat> cast, be it for the right or yes. wrong reasons. I think that you look at this season, you would probably almost argue that this is the most interesting, unique, entertaining cast since Worlds Apart. I mean, a lot of people might talk about David vs. Goliath because I know a lot of people are quite high up on that cast. I'm maybe not yeah, so much. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm exactly your yeah. reaction. I think it's a little bit overrated. But I think that if you were to look on the grand picture, because we've had a struggle this decade with Survivor seasons with good casts and good seasons, I think that, yeah, the cast... My point is, I'm going on tangents here, but I think that this cast is no, getting lost, <clears throat> that this is actually a solid cast that has brought unique character types to it, be it ones you hate, ones you love... And as you said, a, a real picture of, and I'm not American, but I can see that, as you yeah. said, like a real picture of America. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, like, I, I know a lot of us are really sad because, um, you know, uh, when, when they changed casting, because, um, you know, a lot of us love Lynn Spillman. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's like, I love Lynn. But Lynn has, Lynn is casting for them in, in a certain way. And I think they changed direction. And I think, you know, part of that was that they kind of they kind of want to go a completely different direction what what they were having Lynn do. And, uh, you know, I, 
believe me, I wish they'd been able to keep her on as, you know, as casting and just kind of change direction with her. But I also know that this cast has been an interesting cast because like, like we say one, it is like a cross cover of America, like from like, you know, from their looks, from their, I mean, the fact that we have some folks who are on here, I'm going like, really, really? That's, that's who you are. Cause dude, <laughs> it's like, we crushed like four different, like, you know, four different things into one person, you know, we've got, and, and then the throwing a Canadian. Okay. You know, oh. throwing a hockey, throwing a hockey player. I was so sad. I miss him. Um, I miss him. I, I was, I was so sad by the vote. Yeah. Um, Cause I was like, Oh my gosh. So when I saw them, I'm like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. Crying. I'm not going to, I'm not, um, like, we, we have like an all-star, we have, we have like a, you know, a hockey star here. Um, you know, but we also have an Olympian. Yeah. <laughs> we have an Olympic, an Olympic, Olympic swimmer, you know, I mean, it, it, it is, it, it is a testament to the casting that we have such a neat cast. Um, and you know, I'll give it to, to the producers and editing you know, on this, the season so far, it's like, usually you get edited into a caricature of yourself, you know? So, I mean, which is why it's always surprising for people. I know when they meet most, a lot of survivors for the first time, they're like, you're nothing like you were on the show. I'm like, oh my God, this is how I really am most of the time. You know, I'm not starving. I'm not cold. And I'm not getting, you know, that one little thing that I grabbed about for two days, like, you know, blown <laughs> up into everything that I was. And, uh, you know, they're like, "Oh, you're actually really cool." I'm like, "Well, what were you expecting?" I was expecting, <laughs> yeah. And 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 it's kind of neat because, like, I you know, for this season, and they've done a better. I think they've done a better job at showing us more people um, than they have in a long while. You know, it's like like old school Survivor where you get to see everybody. Everybody had like you know like at least five minutes of story every episode, and they made it made a big deal to make sure that you know you got to figure out who everybody was. So by the time you know by the time Borneo was over, like you knew who everybody was on the cast from you know from um you know from uh, Sonia all the way all the way to Richard Hatch. You knew who everybody was, and you knew why you're, they were out there and how they were playing the game, and you had an idea. And as it's gotten more and more about gameplay, it's gotten less and less about life on the island, and less and less about the people on the island. Um, and it's been like, you know, it's been like, let's show the chess game. So you only show, show the big players and the pawns as they get voted off. This season has been more um, because of the way that people have been playing this game. This season has been a lot more of uh, chess, you know, like of pawns becoming queens. Okay, to continue my chess analogy, the pawns becoming queens, right? Uh, queens getting taken off the board in traps, like elaborate traps. And people who weren't thinking three moves ahead versus people who were thinking like eight moves ahead. So... Uh, and the people who underestimated their opponent, who they're playing. So it's been so much, there's been a lot of good gameplay and I know that there's stuff we haven't seen, you know, um, behind the scenes. And, you know, the fact that the folks who are out there for the most part have been excited to be out there and getting, even getting when they got voted off. I mean, um, spoiler alert ahead, Missy getting voted <laughs> off this last time. Um, you know, like, she was she was mad, but she milked that because she was like, "Dude, that's you know, great." I loved off. her reaction. <laughs> yeah, you know she she was mad about it, but she was like, "You know, if you're gonna take me out, if you're gonna go down and survivor, getting taken out in a big old blind side is a big deal, and that's a cool that's a cool way to do it." Um, it was a whack twist, and I you know I'm always I'm always really uh, uh, I'm always really a little upset whenever they do the and now you're gonna go back and vote. We're gonna split you guys up completely, destroying strategy that you built for the last 39 days um i i always get a little miffed about that but at the same time if you are thinking ahead as a player you have a backup plan mm -hmm. you know so this time they clearly played their backup plans they're like well when are we going to do this later so let's do it now <laughs> you know and it, it's 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 really exciting for me as someone who flubbed on his backup plan <laughs> um, who flubbed badly on his backup plan. Uh, that's for, that's for a whole nother, that's for a whole nother thing. And, and you know, maybe one day we'll sit down and I'll just do a play by play. We'll watch the, watch my season. And I can oh, tell you please. everything that happened. We want to do commentaries. Um, yes. Uh, 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 I miss the days of commentaries on the DVDs, but, um, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it's, it's neat to see people play hard regardless of all the other weird stuff that's been going on. It's really neat to see people playing this hard. Which I think this week, um, 
I, I'm sure a lot of Survivor fans were kind of worried. I know a lot of Survivor fans said they weren't watching anymore because they were, how do you recover from last week? How do you go into it? And I think we, we, we went straight back into gameplay, really. I mean, there was barely anything, yeah. if anything, from last week at all touched on. And you touch on the twist. We have this sort of unique twist where it's kind of, you know, let's have two people voted out, but then let's separate you into two tribes and... You know, we ended up losing two fairly big game players. And I think what made come out of this episode now, when nine people left and everything that's happened, it is so hard to kind of work out who's going to win this game and where everything is. Because I think through everything and the, the, the dust still settling, it's kind of, it is really tricky right now to work things out. Um, and I, right. I mean, and again, we're kind of trying to shine this up a little bit and, and find the positives to come because that makes for a unique season. We, we don't like these seasons where it's kind of there's an obvious winner's edit or, oh, yeah, there's not really an obvious one, but it's kind of you know, these two are the one of the two that's going to win it and one of them does. Like, I don't know. Can yeah. you even look at this right now after this week and even think who's in that tier of possibly winning right now? Yeah, honestly, I, because believe it or not, couple of my people who i thought early on were good people to look at are still in it so elaine oh my gosh elaine is gonna people need to look out <laughs> people need to look out for elaine because they're not expecting her they're, they're not expecting her and when she ends up sitting in the final four they're gonna freak out they're gonna freak out and be like how did she get here well she played really well she you know slips you know made slippery alliances and she won when she needed to mm-hmm. i mean dude she had a necklace on her neck. She's great. <laughs> she had a necklace on her neck, and she didn't. And she didn't pull a Nora, who you know. <laughs> I'm like, that, like that hey, there's still, so the challenge funny. is still going. She Nora, didn't you give won, a but the challenge is still going. She didn't give. This is the, I love Nora. Like Nora is just one of these yeah. one in a million characters who just like just doesn't give a shit. She just does what she does. Yeah. And Nora, God, we could have had <laughs> PB and J's. What are you doing? She's like, ah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't care. I was like, I won. And <laughs> and. The joke about that is it's like and, – and this is what I was saying. Like, you know, people who, who are playing really short games, not playing long games, that's going to come back to bite Nora in the ass. If it doesn't, I'm going to be mad at everybody else that's out there with her. Because yeah. it's like <laughs> that's got to be something that's like later on. If nothing else, that's going to be like, you know, like, you know, okay, it's final three. Give your pitches. It's like, hey, Nora, remember when we had that one challenge where we could have <laughs> kept going and you just stepped off and then you said you didn't care? Well, I cared. And everybody else cared. And I'm sure that Aaron cared. And suddenly Aaron's going like, yeah, I cared. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, you know, we all cared. And, uh, you know, it's like, so now we have to do this. And, and it's – it's that's one of those things I think is going to going to come back to haunt her if she's not thinking about it, well, not we, careful. We've got a couple, I think, you know, on the on the flip side of the oh, who's going to win? I think we've got a few definitely of the oh, they can't win. Dan clearly is not going to win this game. Um, yeah. I don't think Nora is. Karishma, Karishma, uh, like she's very interesting this week. Like I I was laughing very hard in her little moment with Missy when like Missy's trying to explain yeah. it, and Chris's like, no, no, she just storms off, and then Missy turns to the camera. <laughs> Stupid. What an idiot. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, Missy, guess what? She's got your number. Like, it's, it's funny. It's like people who usually get underestimated like that get pushed around like that out there when people aren't thinking they're going to be the, either go really deep or they're gone the next week. And thing is, she's still got an idol in her pocket. Yeah. You know, she very smartly, she read that perfectly. And the fact that she's, you know, she hedged on it. She's like, nope, it's not going to be me. Like, even if it... She, her name wasn't even on the radar. So, 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 you know, the fact that, you know, that, that Missy went down in flames like that, it, it gives me hope for her. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting into, you know, we're getting the final stretch of, of survivor for these guys. And, um, like, I think she's got a good chance. I think Janet's got a great chance. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think um, to me to me it's Janet Elaine. I'm still thinking Tommy's winning the chance, but I still think a woman's winning this season. I think because I've, I've said it from the beginning, I, and also Sandra's comment a couple of weeks ago, where it's it's too much of an obvious comment to leave in the edit to say that oh, a woman's winning this game. Like I yeah. I think a woman's winning this, and to me it's between Janet and Elaine. I think I, it is. I, I lost. I was on the Elizabeth train, but I think after last week, Elizabeth can't win this game. Um, Elizabeth can't win this game. Nope. Yeah, but nope. no, I and I, th- I think that's fantastic though that we can actually sit here and look at Janet and Elaine and 
and say that these two are maybe the favourites because this is a thing, is a recent trend in Survivor, isn't it? Kind of this, you know, older middle-aged woman sort of archetype who does well but kind of gets to the end and never gets the votes. That's kind of been a real thing that we've seen. And I, I'm loving the fact that realistically right now, these two are the favourites, you would say, of all these people. Yep. Which, and I think the fans would be very thrilled with both any of these two winning because they are, I'd say, probably the fan favourites of this season so far. I think I think you're correct, and honestly, like if, again, if these guys are thinking further ahead, they're gonna look at Janet and be like, Janet's gonna win if she gets in the final three, mm. you know, uh, because no one hates Janet. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, you have a lady who all these women look up to, and there's more right now. We're getting to that point where we're gonna get that turnover. Where it's gonna be more women, um, you know, more women left alone, left around than there are dudes, and the dudes are on the jury. All like Janet. Every last one, every last person on the jury right now respects Janet. Yeah. Okay. Including Dan, if he make, if he if he gets put on the jury. Yeah, right? for sure, for sure. So she was really the about... only one that kind of actually came to him and had a conversation with him about exactly. Like, that wasn't just a "don't touch me." It was a "hey, I want to hear your side of the story." Yeah. And and she was cool about that, you know. I mean, and for, she's massaged more egos on this show than anybody else has this season, yeah, for sure. and and done it and done it in a way that was absolutely sincere. She's been sincere about it, and she's still been playing the game. And she's playing the game smart. She's playing it from her gut sometimes, and she's playing it from you know from her head others. But she's been most for the most part playing mostly sure things, you know, and. Um, when you have a player like that who everybody likes, who's been playing it hard and smart, and they get to the end, you know, how do you not give the, you know, it, it? Then it be, then it becomes like the uh, the ugly questions. It's like, well, what did you do? What did you really do? And did you, you know, what was it? Um, we've seen people like that win before. You know, uh, I don't think Nora can win. I think Nora. Nora's going to be on the jury next. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that Nora's going to end up on the jury. She's going to end up there. Um, uh, and it's going to surprise everybody. I mean, Nora's on the jury. It's like, yes. Um, I, I don't think Dean. I don't if know, Dean like, had enough of some... an edit to be considered, like that's where I think you got to read an edit. Like it's, it's the same with Lauren. Yeah. I love Lauren, but has Lauren really had much of an edit to give her a winner's edit? Mm, no, but that's not, again, God, it's like I'm trying to think of like there's there's there was another season that they did the same thing where like she like there was no winners edit in like the last three episodes. It's like win, 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 whole game. You're, you're not talking uh, about Chris last season, are you at all? People forgetting that people thinking this season's bad. Remember last season when a guy who played for like twelve days won? Okay, like come on. No, God, last last season I was so last season was weird. Yeah. Last season was weird. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed a lot of the idea of last season, but there should have been. It, I had long since been joking about some other things uh, with with people. I'm like, they need to have a whole season of Survivor where there's an entire another group. There are two different groups playing. Like, I figured like season 100 of Survivor. And Survivor's been going for so long that like you know like we have a, a lot of people, right? It needs to be like you know like for hunt for the first time ever 100 days of you know like it needs to go on for like forever right but it needs to be two separate games of survivor that are happening at the same time right <laughs> so it's like there's this one group over here that starts off with 16 there's 16 over on this side and they and they play and they're like yay we made the final four and they go like congratulations we're going to merge you and they're like yeah. what, merge we're we're going to like with the other game of survivor and like you know so like so <laughs> you know so like you know alternate you know like have two episodes a week you know and this will be like you know like we turned to Australian survivor um you know two episodes <laughs> a week you know where it's like you know and this is one island you know for this episode and one island for the other episode and you keep going until it gets down to the two and you merge them and then they all surprised and I joked about that. That's what that season was. Yeah. That's literally what that season was. <laughs> it was like, well, you know, we've we've got like, you know, what would otherwise be the jury sitting over here and, you know, and we're kind of hanging out and we're still do- like, it, I, 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 like I got mad at the at the two of them that left because they're like, we, they tapped out. Yeah. You know, they tapped out in in a in a time when literally still could have gotten got back in the game. Um, still at least on the jury. Uh, like, they would have been on the jury. Yeah, on the jury. Ex- exactly. And. Um, I think I think and that would have been a different jury because it would have been a huge jury. Right? Everyone who's not uh, in the final three is on the jury. Jury, right? <laughs> I mean, could you imagine that vote? Oh, <laughs> was that seventeen that votes? I'd have to read out. Jesus Christ, Jeff would be there yeah. or not. 
Yeah, that, but, but also, can you imagine, like, you know, yeah, it'd be like a two-hour, it would be a two-hour episode with just, like, one hour being, like, the the uh, the last channel of Tribal Council. Yeah. Um, but could you imagine, like, how much they would grill people? I mean, Chris couldn't have won with that 17-people jury. Mm. I mean, think think about that. Like, could, could he even won with that? I don't think so. I, he wouldn't have won with that. I, yeah. Look, I, I barely even remember. <laughs> Who is he? Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been sitting over here like stewing for a while. Um, yeah, but no, uh, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, I think like it's it's interesting with this season and kind of how the jury dynamics going to go because like we obviously had a this is the earliest jury we've had ever taking out of Edge of Extinction. Like this will be you know we obviously had uh, Jack being the first. And, you know, yeah. we talked about a couple of weeks ago where it's kind of... It's not like we haven't had seasons before where the first jury member or the second jury member have never met some of the other, you know, players or have been on a tribe with them. But it is kind of one of these unique things where Jack, you know, he doesn't know some of these players. He's never played with them on a tribe. So that adds a different thing to it. But um, I think mm. kind of... I mean, we've got nine people left, don't we? Six females, three males. And I think kind right. of if, if you're looking at on that notion of a woman's going to win, I mean, Dan's not winning this game. I don't think Dean's winning this game. Tommy's the only nope. one you would probably say who could win it, and they're, they're targeting him as a threat. But then, like, yeah. as you were kind of saying about how sort of the numbers with the, the females, like, I mean, this this could very much be a one-world situation where our final five are all going to be all females because... Oh, it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to Like, un- unless unless somebody gets really pissed, and things, they keep talking about women, women, women. They keep talking about playing together as, as women. Like, uh, unless something really weird happens... And Tommy, you know, gets it that that you know Tommy wins that uh, immunity, like that that crucial that vote. You know, it's like and he plays it because he's smart. Please let somebody be smart and play it when they know it's coming. Um, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be all women, and you know, and it's that that will be the bloodbath. That will that's gonna be a bloodbath episode. And it's mm. like you warn you now when you watch that episode to send the kids out the room because you have to explain <laughs> a whole lot of more conversation than we even did with Dan. Yeah, <laughs> and um. um uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing how the jury ends up sitting and where Dan is, if Dan's going to sit anywhere near Kelly, if they're going to like separate themselves, mm. uh, like how awkward that's going to be. Um, but uh, yeah, by that point, it, like going through everybody who's left, I keep looking at that and, you know, Dan, if, if Tommy, if he is smart, <laughs> he's going to get in with, with Janet He's going to get in with Karishma, right? The folks that he, the folks who we played with tonight, yeah. you know, this last episode, the folks he played with this last episode, if he plays with them, you know, and people, I think people stop thinking about the numbers and think about who they can win against. And we've actually started shifting into that point in the game where people forget that they have, they're playing to win, not just to get far in the game. So who do you take with you that you can win? They'll start thinking about that thing. Um, and, you know, the underdogs need to start voting at the heavy hitters, like the people who are the favorites. They need to start voting against, you know, like people like Janet. They need to start voting against, um, um, you know, Elaine. And, um, yeah, so Survivor Survivor 1.0, guys. <laughs> Two things you bring with you, all right? Two things you bring with you always. Your shut up button, which nobody clearly brought this season. <laughs> except for the except for the first episode, somebody actually brought their shut up button. I was I've been talking about this since my season. You bring your shut up button. It's like the easy button from you know from Staples, right? You know, dick, that was easy. You know, it's like I just want one that's like you know survivors. So, dick, shut up. Oh, that's right. I don't want to talk about the fact that I have two idols. Dick, yeah. shut up. Oh no, I want to talk about the fact that like you know I'm voting for somebody else. Dick, shut up. Um, I won't tell you what I actually saw on the island. Dick, sh- no. <laughs> It's like I have an opinion, but I'm going to keep it to myself until this is over. Um, you know, it's like you take your shut up button with you. So that's one thing. You need to make sure it's on in the on position. And two, you need to think about not just who's going to get you the furthest, which is what they've all been thinking about. You need to think about who you can win against, mm-hmm. and especially once the jury starts getting seated. You can see who how they're going to vote. You know, you see who's over there and you know, OK, well, this person's going to vote for that person. This, you know, that's where the, the, the end game starts. It's not. It is not like when you hit the final five. It's not when you hit the final six. You start thinking about it when they go like, and your first member of the jury go, okay, how am I going to build my winning strategy to the end? It's who do I put over there that will give me money and who do I keep over here that's going to make me look good? Mm-hmm. All right. And who am I going to keep me over here that will help me get, you know, get to the point where I can, you know, load up the jury and, and too many survivors. We've seen it time and time again. Keep, you know, since season two, since season, you know, right? Because, c- come on, let's face it. If COVID, 
Oh, Paul <laughs> Colby. All right. Okay, if Colby, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he got a reality show out of it. Okay, fine. Okay, so he's been doing cool stuff with guns and explosions. He's kind of that's, very that's good right. looking, and, you know, um, I mean, he, I don't feel he's had a hard life after Survivor, but at the time. Yeah, at the time. <laughs> but, but dude brought Tina with him. Yeah. No, just no. You had an easy go that like you you had bring a dentist with you and you will win. <laughs> you know, it's like like you had you had you had your vote. You had your winning strategy. All right, the OG goat, like the original goat. Right, you bring him with you. Couldn't cook rice. Bloody case. Couldn't cook. Yeah, <laughs> it's like right. So why don't you bring you know the guy who you can win against with you as opposed to like oh well Tina's really nice and like I want to be sitting against the best. It's like no, you want to sit against the worst. That's what you really want. Like Thank I don't care you. what yeah. all, I hate that all, saying of I want to beat the best. Like just I want to win. <laughs> yeah, I want to win. It's like you know, you know when you beat the best, I beat you four votes ago. That's when I beat the best. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you know? I'm not gonna. I'm, if I'm, I'm standing on a basketball court and I can play one on one with uh, I don't know Jack Black or LeBron James, I'm gonna go I'm and play one on one against Jack Black because I Black, yeah. might win. I don't know if Jack Black's good at basketball. Could be, but like I know I'm not gonna beat LeBron James at all. So like it's yeah. kind of why oh I want to have a chance. I might get one basket against LeBron and I'll feel good. No, I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, no, no, I'm going to pull a Tanya Harden. I'm going to hire some, some yes. weird guy to come, come <laughs> knock you in the knee four votes before I actually need to worry about you. And, you know, and get, I mean, get freaking and, Margot Robbie to play you in a movie 20 years later and get nominated <laughs> for an Oscar. Like, come on. Exactly. There you go. There you go. And God, I, I'm waiting for Survivor the movie. That's going to be amazing. Oh, God. Sandra, I, I, hope, I hope you get somebody good, girl, because yeah. it's going to be amazing. Meryl Streep, let's be honest. <laughs> Meryl Streep would play any of them and she'd win an Oscar for it. Ah, uh, <laughs> man. See, <laughs> I want general. Okay, no. Okay, I'm saying this straight out, okay, because by the time we actually get to the point where we're going to make Survivor of the movie, all right, um, Jennifer Lopez needs to play Sandra. Sandra, you heard it here first. Perfect I want Jennifer casting. Lopez to play yes. you. All right. I want J-Lo to get up and be like, girl, I just don't do any of that shit. I just vote her ass out. <laughs> like, that's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Jennifer Lopez play her, you know, and I'm saying Jeff something Rose like Mark Wahlberg is Boston, Ro- Boston Roll, like this oh, God. Boston style <laughs> accent, you know, Marky Mark <laughs> pulling it off. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon. oh God, dude. It's like, and, and, that, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, we. <laughs> this, this, this show has been on long enough that, like, like, if you are not watching older seasons, I mean, like, I know people are fans of it and they've watched it and memorized it. Um, but I know, like, for me and you know during during the audition process and all that stuff you know um you know people have talked about it you know people watch survivor you go back and you watch seasons right and it's clear to me that a lot of people go on the show and they forget to just they forget to do their brush up yeah. you know it's like they forget to go back and watch a couple of kids like what worked and what didn't back in the day what works now what you know go back and watch a couple of last couple seasons and then go watch some older stuff to see how people did it back back then right you know what i did I watched the commentary back when there still was commentary. I watched the commentary on, you know, I watched born, you know, I watched them jump off the boat. And then I went and I said, like, I want to watch Pearl Islands. Right. And then I watched all stars <laughs> and I didn't get to watch Thailand. Cause I wanted to watch Thailand. I want to watch some no. ugly people. And that probably would, that probably would have saved my butt. If I watched Thailand, you wanted to watch um, the goat on that season. I hate using the word yeah. goat, but, uh, the real survivor goat, the winner, <laughs> Mr. Heidek. Yeah. He's, he's Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's like he wouldn't win now, but that's the thing. It's like he would be the goat now, right? You know, and that's the amazing part. Like if if he got brought to the end now, he ain't getting the votes. Like that's how much Survivor has changed. All right, if people who won back in the day would lose now, except for Tina Weston, because that was just bless you, Colby. That was just like not the right move. Um, but like any anybody who won like pre Pearl Islands, right? <laughs> okay. Anybody who won pre-Pearl Islands most likely would not win today. They couldn't win today. Some of them would have gotten voted out early on. We, we might next them... year. You never know. Like if, if Ethan or Amber pull off a sneaky little win, you never know. You could, we possibly could be revisiting this conversation in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Here, here's the thing. I'm going to revisit this conversation with you in six months because yes. that's all. Well, you know, it's. I mean, it's all winners, and that's the thing. It's like these are all winners. If one, uh, well, it's all winners and not some winners that you would expect to see there. Like, because Andre, honestly, there's some folks I'm going like, well, why is she out there? <laughs> like, I know why Earl's not out there. Like, my boy Earl is not out there because he just had a baby. I'm still crying yeah. over that, Anthony. I'm uh, still crying. The, the, the timing was the timing was off, and bless him. Um, 
you know, his, his beautiful wife, uh, Shelly, uh, they had their baby a little early. You know, they, we were all expecting, expecting, uh, their kid to show up, uh, several months later <laughs> and, uh, their, their beautiful kid showed up, uh, a little early and unexpected. So, you know, what could have happened? Mm, it could have been like a honey, I need to go do this and try and win us some more money. You know, it, it might've happened, but you know, it just, it completely changed the and, dynamic. And, and he would have had it. And like, and I'm not just saying this to suck up to you. I would say this in the other episode, <laughs> but uh, I think he would have been in a very good shot of winning that game because Earl is yep. he's he's in he's, my top ten. I think he might even be in my top five winners. It's been a while since I've ranked my winners, right. but Earl is just a king of Survivor. And and the the the, the funny thing is that like I. If they time because they I know it's not the first time they tried to get him back on and the yeah. timing has always been the timing's always been off. It's like no, let me ask you now. It's like I'm about to get have a baby. Let me ask you now. It's like well, I can't do it right now because I just started a new business. Like let me ask you. It was like the timing has just been like wrong every time. Um, you know, so when we when we get to like that final season of Survivor, it's like let's bring back all the winners and a bunch of winners versus. The, you know, he'll be back on there. He, I'm he's sure. going to be. I think. I think we worked it out in some of our preview ones. Is that? Um, I think now he will be one of only ten off the top of my head winners that would have not returned. So he will maintain a 100 percent record until he ever gets out there. So, <laughs> like, as, as sad as I am that Earl's not out there, as sad as I am that Todd's not out there, or that Brian Heideck is yeah. out there, I'm still glad that, like, you know, there there are 20 winners out there that are about to, well, 19 winners that are about to lose their 100 percent ratio. Uh, yes. unless it's Sandra. So, but like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of, it, yeah. it comes down to the fact that they're still going to be in that very unique category of winners who have not tainted their legacy. So, you know, yeah. positive, no, slight no. positive. Positive. And, um, you know, the funny thing is like, even though they're doing all winners this season, the one that we wanted to see, um, cause, but you know, cause we all talk, the one that me and my friends wanted to see and a bunch of survivors wanted to see, we wanted to see a season that was all either all pre-jury votes, mm-hmm. right? Like, 100%, like, you know, like, a real second chance. It's like, you didn't actually make it anywhere past the jury. So, like, all, you know, everybody who's on the island didn't get to play the game deep. So, here's your chance again, you know. Yep. Or, or a season of all first votes. Yes. Agree. Because, 100%. Because a season of yeah. all first votes, I think, would be the most spectacular game you've ever seen. Because you'd have a season of people who are hungry to win the game in a way that no one else has ever done it. People who are familiar with the game enough to know, like, okay... And people who have something to prove, yeah, it would be the most knives out. Uh, <clears throat> there, there, I just got you an appetizer. The most knives out game uh, uh, that has ever that has ever happened. And people will put the knives on the table for that one. I mean, like that's not going to be like a you know like a subtle game. That's going to be like okay, and now we're going to be like Sweeney Todd up in here. <laughs> we're start putting <laughs> people out and carving, you know. And we um, all know that Francesca would still be the first boot, so. That and <laughs> again, <laughs> something to prove. Yeah. Poor lady, Francesca, who's an awesome oh, person, and uh, I love Francesca, yeah, I, I love her. But man, that's just cold. Same, same, the same people. That's the funny thing. It's like she got <laughs> almost the same, the same way, it's almost so exactly crazy. the same way. Yeah, um, yeah. God, look, it's 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 so interesting to think we are we are so close to the end of this season and all winners are around the corner. Twenty years next year. Wow, we're we're going to be doing a bit to celebrate that. We got a, got a couple of listener questions, Anthony, and then we'll wrap it up. But I'll, just before we do oh, that. Um, two quick things that we like to do in the middle. Obviously, we, we touched lightly on uh, some winner's picks there. Give me a flat-out winner's pick right now. Who's winning this game? Uh, who's winning this game? Who's winning this game? Um, uh, I'm going to say Elaine. Elaine. I think Elaine's going to win. I think Elaine's going to win, and it's going to surprise the crap out of everybody, including her. I'm so. going to join you. I, I, I will stick with Elaine. I'm not even going to give a male-female winner like I have been. I'm just purely sticking to one now. And, yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. It's Elaine. I think she's in the box seat right now. Um, and the other thing that we do, I, I'm sure Billy might have done this with you on Ghost Island one a couple of uh, years ago. We we do a ranking system on this show now where we basically, each episode we watch of a television show or each movie we watch, we if we love it, we buy the episode. If we think it's okay, we rent it. And if we think it's shit, we never want to watch it again. We, we bin it or trash it. You know what bin is. You've been involved yes. in Australia before, so I don't <laughs> need to explain that to you. Uh, so what are, what are we doing with this episode this week, Anthony? Are we buying it, renting it, or binning it? Um, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it by this okay. episode. Um, uh, largely because, you know, I like episodes when anybody calls Jeff out on his bullshit. <laughs> um, I, 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 I love it. And that's why I own the one with sugar when sugar tells Jeff to shut up. And I own a couple of, you know, where people are like, Jeff, shut up. Jeff, stop that. Stop talking my game. You should have said this. So yes, I'm buying this episode. So yeah. 
I um I'm gonna join you. I think that it's it's it actually surprised me that um we kind of just blended straight back into yeah what you would say normal survivor was. So um yeah. and I think like the twist was good. I think it was like a unique little twist that we hadn't really seen before. It spiced things up. We had two good vote outs. Uh Missy's reaction was fantastic. Um yes. so yeah, I I mean look the challenge was shit, but look again, when have we ever cared about <laughs> I don't think none of us has cared about challenges in the last ten years, so you know Challengers have lost yeah. their way a lot and survived. May as well just fucking put their hand in a hat and pull a name. Oh, cool. You know, Nora won immunity. <laughs> Same tension. Uh, that's rock. That's what rocks are, though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, we've got some listener questions. And thanks, everyone. Of course, as everyone wants to send these in each week. Just check out social media and see who we've got on the show. And you can direct these at whoever we have. Um, let's see. What have we got? Um, Katie Silas asks, Anthony, what was it like appearing on the third season of Around the World for Free, where you helped Poverty Shallow get to Burbank? (laughs) Awesome. Well, actually, I picked her up in Burbank. Okay, so, like, first of all, thank you for doing a holy old school shout out um, there's a couple more here like, people really do their research as you anthony so wow um yes i i did round number free because i was i happened to be uh i was in burbank working it was when i was working on the big bang theory for those of you guys who who actually know uh i was working for uh a while on that show and she literally was around the corner and she was stuck in burbank because uh unlike other around the worlds for free where they like they walk out and there's like 40 people there waiting for their um <laughs> there was one person Wow, and she didn't, know, and she didn't know how she was gonna, you know, where she was gonna go, and his, he didn't tell his girlfriend at the time, <laughs> and um, and it was one of those weird things, and um, uh, what ended up happening was like, well, I can come get you and take you someplace, but like, you gotta wait till I'm off of work, and she's like, okay, and so like, you know, I got out a little early that day, and took her down, I'm like, well, I can take you down to Long Beach for tonight. You know, which is not going anywhere, but see, I'll still movement. And, uh, you know, I called my wife ahead of time. I was going like, you know, they're doing the reality, you know, reality show and she's going to stay in our place. And, you know, it's me and our young, young kid. And it was actually really cool. So Parv ended up coming down and she talked with my wife. They went to the, you know, went and hung out for a little bit off camera. And, uh, um, Parv showed my son, my oldest son, uh, how to open up a bottle and that kind of changed our world a little bit. So that was great. She's like doing a water bottle. She's like, here, has, has he open it? She's playing with them on the floor. And nice. next thing we know, he's opening every, every jar in the house. It was like, thanks, <laughs> Parv. Um, <laughs> All our uh, food's yeah, going bad. Thanks a lot, Parv. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, it was kind of a really neat thing and I uh, got a chance to reconnect real quick with, with her. Um, uh, right. And we got, we got her out and, you know, she spent, spent like a day and a half with us and, uh, we managed to get her on a, on a nice real ride to get her, you know, get her out and her, her crew. Um, cause yeah, they have a crew. There's a small crew and you can small fit in the coop. Careful. It's a small right. crew. Okay. Interesting. Oh, well, there you go. Thanks, Kate, for that one. Actually, it's funny you mentioned the Big Bang Theory because we actually get another question here uh, from June who said, I saw you on IMDb, worked on the Big Bang Theory as a production assistant. Uh, wow, that's amazing. Talk about this experience and have you met the amazing Kaylee and how do you say her last name? Quoco? Quoco. Kaylee Quoco. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I've I've spent lots of quality time with that entire cast. Um, they're all really kind, giving people, and I was really I was really sad when I left the show. Um, but it was time for me to move on for various reasons, um, as it happens in Hollywood. Uh, but yeah, I was a production assistant on The Big Bang Theory for the first five seasons. Uh, it so you know I started on that show right from the get go. So I, I started on episode two. Um, they'd already filmed the pilot and, uh, I came in on episode two, uh, like midway through the episode, um, which was really fun for me. Cause, um, uh, one of the, uh, the post people, one of the, uh, post coordinators was, is a huge, uh, Ryan Burdan, who he ended up, uh, as uh, I believe one of the co-producers by the end. Um, he, uh, Ryan Burdan is a huge reality nut and he's a huge survivor fan. And it was so funny to walk in and like, like he was totally fanboying. And I was like, going like, well, this is really cool. Cause I'm like, I'm fans of all these people. And he's like, yeah. So like, tell me about survivor. So we end up talking about survivor every week and you still do. Um, uh, when we get a chance to, we, we, we basically, basically both bond over, uh, Eliza, Eliza's eye rolls. Um, <laughs> but, uh, a lot of bonding but, uh, over Eliza's eye rolls over the years. Um, <laughs> But uh, but no, it's, uh, Big Bang Theory was a really neat experience. Yes, I, I've met the amazing Kaylee Cuoco. I have um, I've hung out and talked with her. She is a fierce ping pong player. In case you're wondering, oh, wow. um, so 
Uh, random trivia for you all. Uh, on the set of the Big Bang Theory, they had multiple ping pong tables because it is a pastime on a lot of sets because it's you know, an easy thing to do and you do a lot of activity. Um, but we were passionate, violently passionate about it. <laughs> and we would have uh, we would have tournaments like uh, twice a season. Uh, we had like a full-on tournament. And then the best people from those tournaments, we'd go and we'd go uh, and against other chuck Lorre shows so we'd go across across the lot over to um i believe at the time it was what show was that uh honestly it was two and a half men and you played uh uh, uh, no it was mike it was mike and and molly we went ah right okay so we went and played against mike and molly and uh that was you know that was the highlight so uh we all at one point i think the whole cast gifted us uh, I'm trying to remember if it was the cast or it was our director director mark sandrowski and the cast gifted us uh like these really nice ping pong table, ping pong ball sets and stuff. Um, so yeah, we played ping pong. We hung out. Uh, she's got a, you know, just for your, to feed your, your Kaylee needs. She's got a amazingly infectious laugh. Um, and, uh, She's if you've ever followed her on Instagram and you see how big a goofball she is, she's like that in real life. She's a sweetheart. Um, and, uh, she can eye roll just as well as Eliza can, and it's kind of great to see. Um, so, uh, and and, and uh, for you rally fans, she's a uh, last last I talked to her, which was quite a while ago. But last I talked to her, she was a big fan of of uh, certain reality shows, uh, as some of the other members of the cast. Uh, uh, I know that Maya Bialik um, by the end had become a Survivor fan. She had never really watched the show before. She was on uh, a reunion. Was she was on. Was it the one world reunion when they asked her about Colton? She, Yep, she got invited. She started watching, and she got in, it worked out that they CBS, you know, somebody's like, "You like this?" They got her on, and Good it was I think it was her. <laughs> yeah, it was great process. But the thing was, like, she by the end of that season, like, she was apparently a really huge fan of the show, and um, you know, we talked about it a little bit, and uh, uh, yeah, so that was that was kind of cool. And she's great. by the way, she's 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 also a, a amazing person. Um, I mean, the whole cast was just was like fantastic people. The whole cast and crew. Was and there was anyone really who big... wasn't? Be honest, Anthony. Who was a douche? Who who was the douche? no? No one was. No <laughs> one was. Um, no, I'm I'm dead serious. It was like it was like family. Um, you know, we that whole cat the the crew would go out and like you know we'd wrap up for the night. We all go out drinking together. <laughs> we we invade one of the local bars. Uh, you know, Johnny Galecki would buy rounds for the entire crew, which is impressive. Um, you know, the only the only person who didn't really go out was Jim, and that was because you know Jim had a really kind of you know. He had a family life that was going, and you know he went back to to his, his partner, and uh, he was also one who wasn't a big partier. So you know, he, well, he's, he's very the thing with Jim. He's um, I was going to ask you, did like this, did you find out a secret about his aging? Because the guy is like in his mid to late, like he's a lot older than people realize, I think, and he looks amazing. Yeah. He is. I, I I remember seeing him in judging Amy, and then he was also, I think, in Garden State in the early two thousands. He hasn't aged yeah. a day in nearly twenty years. He's he's the Paul mm. Rudd. Of the yeah. Big Bang Theory. Oh, he he takes great care of himself, and he's a consummate professional. So, like, where everybody else would go out, it's funny. Everybody else would go out and party and, like, you know, stay out and drink till you know, with the rest of us. He'd go home and rest, and he'd memorize his lines. I mean, he had some of the hardest – Jim Parsons had some of the most complicated dialogue that I've seen for anybody. And he'd have to memorize it in such a way that he could just rattle off like it was nothing. And that's what he did. He went home and he memorized his lines. Everybody else was like, okay, we're going to wrap for the night. He's like, okay, well, I got the script for the, you know tomorrow. Let's go through it so I can read it so I can rehearse it. He basically was and, Sheldon, essentially. Everyone else would go off and do things and he would just stay home. <laughs> well, well, he, he kind of he had to. I mean, like, it, it's the, the funny thing is, like, that show is a lot of fun. But, I you know, I know from their perspective, it had to be also exhausting. I mean, they had a good time. But, like, you know, it's – you shoot an episode a week. You know, so it's like that 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 – 25 minutes 20 to 25 minutes of screen time is you know is a you know 40 to 80 hour work week so um yeah you know it can be it can, pe- people who think people who think actors don't do anything you know their life is a lot more grueling than you think it is and they don't see their homes and that's why their dress rooms are usually really lush because that becomes their home and all those guys all you know by the time i left that we had to help them redecorate their their rooms because they were spending more time you know, on set than they were at home. So, you know, you want to make it comfortable. And, um, uh, those guys made it comfortable for themselves. They made it comfortable for us. You know, there wasn't anybody who was really unapproachable. You just, you know, you, you learn there were times when you'd leave people alone. I mean, but, uh, you know, I, I worked on a movie with Simon. Uh, I hung out with Kunal. Uh, you know, 
they're they're all. I mean, uh, you know, I had a long chat with Will Wheaton uh, like a bunch of times. He come on, he's like Will's Will's a great guy. Also, too, it's like I love that they had him play a douchey version of himself. Um, but uh, you know, all those guys on, on the cast, all the men and women on the cast, um, Melissa Roush, um, you know, and and I'm forgetting like other people. They're all great people. And the fact that you know, I actually had a you know had a fellow reality alum. I mean, Brian from. Um, uh, from Amazing Race, you know, <laughs> was on the show as Penny's boyfriend, and it was like, dude, we'd met before at like one of the, you know, one of the events at some point. It was like, wait, you're on the show. He goes, wait, you're on the show. Yeah, um, it, it it was a real family, and uh, believe me, even though I hadn't been part of it for a while, I wept with you know rest of America who was watching uh, when they did the last episode uh, because for me, uh, you know. By the time that last episode aired, you know, they had stopped filming for a month before that. And I was calling everybody that night, you know, sending them texts. I know they were on set, but it was like, you know, congratulations. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Um, uh, you know, my my oldest kid was born in that show. You know, my grandfather died during that show. And they, I got time off, you know, to go do it and go go deal with his, you know, his passing. Um, and I have friends who are still, uh, you know, who, who are all were part of that who were still working right up to the end. Uh, it sounds like somebody's died, but nobody died on that part. Uh, it's just, but you know, to the end of the show, um, you know, I was on it for five seasons. I was off of it longer than I was on it, but uh, I can tell you that people on it m- made you want to be part of it and keep in touch. And I have, um, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I saw John Ross Bowie at, at a show, uh, you know, um, uh, I was doing a, I went to a show to review it and he was in it and he was really excited. He saw me he almost broke character, uh, but he's a consummate professional and he's like, hi, I was like, everybody's like, you know, how? I'm like, yeah, we worked on big bang theory together. Um, and it's that kind of thing. It's like we bump into people now and it's immediately camaraderie, immediate camaraderie. It's, uh, between like big bang and survivor. It's like CBS has been, has created this really weird, large family for me. So, um, yeah. Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> no, I like I, it, yeah, it's it's yeah. fascinating. I like hearing this sort of stuff. It's it's great. I was going to ask you actually because I know we're we're just about out of time, but I was going to actually quickly ask you before we we let you go. Is that what what are you up to now? I mean, are you still involved in kind of the, the uh, television um, industry? Um, I I am from time to time. Um, I'm still working freelance. Uh, the last stuff that you saw for me was probably working on some Disney stuff. Um, that's not on Disney Plus yet. For those of you who are able to get it, and we're still kind of like, please get on there. So, uh, uh, I was working on I didn't do it, um, uh, which was uh, uh, Olivia Holt, uh, from uh, uh pop music and cloak and dagger fame for those mm-hmm. of you guys who didn't watch that, uh, was on that show. Uh, fantastic actress, uh, one of, one of several really s- smart up and coming people from that show. Uh, and, uh, I got work on that directing background and I worked on another show, uh, that some of you guys may or may not know dog with a blog, uh, which was out for a while. And I worked uh, on the end of that show. Um, and, uh, done a couple of episodes where I worked, uh, with, uh, as a PA or in, in background handler, uh, for, uh, the Thundermans. I worked on that for a while, bunch of kids shows, uh, worked on uh, drunk history for a part of a season. So that was, that was nice. experience. Uh, what did I also, uh, undateable. I worked on that. I worked on the pilot of undateable. I worked on undateable live when it was going, um, got to work on another reality show, which was also really neat. Uh, as I uh, helped as a stage manager, um, A&E, uh, Arts and Entertainment Network, did a thing called Buried Alive. I don't know if you guys got that down there at all, where they buried three contestants alive, you know, buried, quote unquote, you can hear my ear quotes, buried alive, um, <laughs> and then basically test their fears. It's like Fear Factor for Halloween, and uh, we ran that, and it was actually really neat because uh, uh, the reality world is, a, like I say, a really weird, neat, small uh, social group, and one of the producers, one of the executive producers on that show is the same guy who created murder in small town X. So I got to completely geek out. Um, cause, cause I'm a, I, you know, like I, you know, I know you're a big survivor fan. I'm a huge survivor fan, but I'm also a huge reality, reality nut. And, um, so when it was like, wait, it's like, you know, I, I did an IMDb. He was like, you were on Survivor, I heard. It's like, yeah. He goes, you know, you know, I don't know if you ever heard the show called Murder in Small Town X. I didn't, he didn't even stop. He's like, Murder in Small, Small Town X. Yeah, I saw the show. I love that show. And it's like, you know, so I met half the cast and then we start talking and he's like, wow, you know. Um, and it's funny because even other reality producers and directors don't 
fully grok how real Survivor really is. Because he's like, they're, they're, they're giving you stuff. I'm like, no, it's real. <laughs> and, and and people are always amazed. Um, you know, even folks who produce other stuff, they're they're very much in that category of like, well, they're 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 feeding you, they're helping you guys out a little bit. It's like, no, you starve, you are wet, it is hard, you are hungry, you are angry, you are uncomfortable the entire time you're out there. Um, whether you be there three days or thirty nine days, it is shite. Okay, <laughs> right? Don't 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 think anybody who you know is like, oh, Survivor is easy. It's like, no, there's weird things that happen back you know behind the scenes that you don't hear about that that you know may or may not like make life easy. Um, but it's all fair. They're, they're completely fair. Um, they make, they make a point of it to be fair and they make a point of it to be real that they don't break that fourth wall. Um, so why, you know, let's, you know, again, you know, go kind of back, you know, backtrack a little bit. That's why it was such a big deal when they're like, we put up a you know thing where you know, the producer is going to talk to you. It's like, we don't talk to producers, not on, it's not a camera. That doesn't happen. You know, so, uh, but it, it is a very real thing and the emotions are real. And, you know, so if somebody says that something was happening and they're pissed off about it, believe them that something was happening and they're pissed off about it. You just may not get to see it, you know? Um, and then you can have a long conversation with every survivor about what they did when they had to go poop. Yes. <laughs> oh, believe me, we, we have, it's, um, <laughs> constant, always a fun conversation. I remember John Carroll telling us a great story of uh, a crab basically biting his bum when he was trying to, oh. and he ended up shitting all over the crab. So <laughs> What goes around comes around, I guess. <laughs> it's actually oh. funny. You mentioned just quickly, I'll say before we let you go, Anthony, is that um, one of the, the questions we actually got to uh, was from our very good friend, Mr. Billy Garcia, hashtag bring back Billy, and said, tell Anthony I miss him and to hit me up next time you're in New York City. Oh, I will. I will have to. Uh, Billy is Billy is the man. And um, if you ever see Billy and I on, on the same season, just be careful. Um, oh. I'm just going to say so, that would cause, be cause... the dream season, Anthony. <laughs> That's the dream season. You two and controlling the game. I want to see you like just absolutely dominate. So, so the the thing that most people don't realize is that when survivors get together, we all do talk about like, what we'll do if we go back on because you know they do call people back up and sometimes they surprise. Sometimes they'll surprise you. It's like you know we may get a season where it's all you know, you know all pre jury boots. You never know because they they may get really bored and be like, what do we do that's different. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like, uh, and the the thing is, like, we when we all get together, we we talk about how we would play and who we want to play with, and and I'm gonna tell you right now that there's some people that that have said that they want to play with me if we if we ever get on the same season, that you would probably lose your mind. Who wants to play? Who wants to play with Anthony and to, to go deep to the end? Is that um, Rocky? You'd probably like. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> bless him. He's a good. You know what? Rocky took a hard turn on that, man. And people, you know, like I people gave him grief. I gave him grief. Um, but he's really a good guy and um, you know, if he ever went on again, you know, it would be a different game. And I might play with, you know, I'd play with Rocky now cuz now, you know, now we have a different language. And that's the thing is like when you go back on you have a different language, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Rocky his life is a different life than it, than he was. 14 years ago um <laughs> uh you know so you know he's married you know rocky got married he used to live in los angeles and every once in a while i bump into him i wish him happy birthday every year on his birthday um and uh he's a he's a good guy and he, you know he's got his beautiful wife he's got a he's got a caring you know caring life going he's traveling with his friends and he's having a good time and more power to him he's you know um, so if you guys, if you stumble across Rocky online or you see him on in the world, say, Hey, tell him Anthony sends his love. He's a good, he, you know, like I, I predicted, predicted it on the Island. Nobody believed me. I'm like, when, what's going to happen is we're going to get off this thing and we're going to be cool. We have some beers. And you know what? Every time we see him, we, the last time I saw Rocky, Rocky kissed me on my forehead and he says, what's up, bro? I love you, man. I was like, oh, dude, what's up? And it was, it, it was, it was such a wonderfully just chill moment. And he's you know when i found out later it was like you know dude pulled a brian uh not not brian he pulled uh not, not brian um uh, uh why is my brain just completely shutting down on that he pulled a shane where he stopped smoking cold turkey mm-hmm. survivor 2.0 lesson don't <laughs> stop smoking cold turkey <laughs> the day before. on the docks day before <laughs> you taper taper that shit off like the month before you'll you know be stealing <laughs> cigarettes off panamanian kids on a reward like 20 yeah. days in <laughs> so you know i came to find out he was like oh yeah you know he used to be a heavy smoker and he, used to, he stopped smoking cold turkey on the on the dock and i'm like who does guys don't do that to yourself <laughs> don't do it to your other people you're playing with because then you will be cranky the entire time um so uh 
You might yeah, see him he, at the 20, 20 year anniversary if he, you know, shows up. You never know. Yeah, and and I'm say put it out right here. I will be glad to be a correspondent for you at the twentieth anniversary. Please I'll bring do. My little, we little we are order. getting as many uh, as we can. <laughs> where we've put it to Billy, we put it to John, put it to Kathy Sleckman. I, I want yeah. I want to have all these angles, and I, I'm going to set you all a goal to get Propes on camera saying something to us. Just just one thing, even if Propes is fuck off, we don't want you, Osnett. Like I want <laughs> I want a Propes comment for our for our listeners, viewers, for me as well. He's the holy grail that we've never had. And if, and also if Colleen shows up, which, let's be honest, Colleen's not going to show up. But if she did... <laughs> <laughs> Colleen makes money now. She don't need us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Colleen and Elizabeth, the two the two oh, absolute yeah. holy grail of Survivor podcasting, yeah. uh, followed by Probst. Oh. So you are, you are on assignment for me, Anthony. I like this. <laughs> All right. Well, she's like, hey, Jeff, can you just say this? We, we, we need to make a, a ringtone for, for Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> constantly playing it Anthony mate it's an absolute pleasure we'll definitely do this again um, whether it be on next season the season after or every season since we'll, we'll see how it all goes but uh, absolute pleasure and, and it's been good to be able to come back on a, on a week of Survivor and actually have a few few more laughs and a, a little bit more of a, a good time and kind of uh, feel like we are, we are talking about the show that we want to talk about once again yes yeah, excellent thank you for having me uh, thanks to the fans and listeners you guys are awesome thank you for your questions they were Fantastic! You made me you made me feel good about myself. I appreciate that. I'm gonna cry. Um, but thanks, guys. And a brilliant chat. I don't know how that was pronounced. Brilliant. I don't know where I'm coming with that accent. <laughs> chat with Anthony there, and uh, always a lot of fun. And to the listen questions, thank you. Obviously, we didn't get around to a lot of them this week, but um, for for those who sent them in, we always definitely appreciate. You're sending them in, and always please do keep an eye on our social media, as I mentioned before, and uh, we will, of course, uh, put those questions to the players when we have them on the show, which, of course, we shall strive to have another one next week. We might be doing something slightly different next week just because it is US Thanksgiving, so uh, it will be a point of working out players' availabilities and things like that, so there might be a case of getting a non-American player on or somebody like that just to change things up slightly, so uh, we'll see how we go in the next week, but just stay tuned to our social media pages with just exactly who we will have on to recap the next episode and outside, of course, of our Survivor Island of the Idols coverage here on the Oz Network, we've got plenty of other things to keep you entertained. Our Star Wars coverage is heating up. We've done The Empire Strikes Back this week. Next week, we'll be into Return of the Jedi. We're getting very close to those Disney movies, of course. We've got our third watch recaps. are very close. I think we've only got like two episodes or one episode left to go. So incredibly close to the end of that one. Hard to believe that we're finally coming to that one there. And uh, outside of that, The Amazing Race Australia as well has been covered by Jared and Rossi, fantastically by both of them. So stay tuned for more fantastic coverage. And if you are an Australian Survivor fan, of course, just a subtle little plug for our spin-off show, Australian Survivor Archives. We're four episodes into that. We've just done the recap episode of the very first episode of Australian Survivor from 2002. So that is now available. And we have an interview dropping this week with the very first boot in the history of Australian Survivor, Lucinda Walters. That is going to drop this coming Friday as well for you. So uh, stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, and all the relevant channels where you can get a good podcast. Please leave us some feedback. We would appreciate to hear from you along the way. And uh, we always appreciate you listening to the Oz Network. Until next week, thanks for tuning in. My name is Ben, and we'll speak to you next time on the Oz Network. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.